welcome to episode three of the Invincible Tricking Podcast. I am James Daly. I'm here with Jeremy Price, and our guest today is the one and only Alexander Anderson. How What's is everyone? How are you doing, guys? I'm doing good. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing all right, Alexander. Doing all right. Just hanging out in, uh, in Brooklyn. And you guys yeah. are over in Bergen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's Brooklyn today, man? Oh, what time is it there? Uh, it is 10.53 in the morning, and uh, wow. I think I'm probably going to go hit up like a session later um, with some of the guys. I think there's like a like a Japanese festival that we're going to go to as well. So I really like uh, Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's cool. Yeah, nice. yeah. What's going on in Bergen? Dude, uh, Physic is closed. <laughs> <laughs> the gym's closed here. It's been yeah. closed for a week now. Um I feel like that's really been uh, affecting you. Yeah, <laughs> it does. All your posts have been so devastated. <laughs> like, I, like I haven't had anything to post, and like it's been it's been rough because it's been raining as well. Like James, you know. Yeah, no, it has been really wet here <laughs> for the past couple of days. Like oh. I, I hadn't had any. Like actually, I was I was having a, a inside session, like a little one, because I had a I'm having a dance show. So like, oh nice. I, I did a I did a little inside session where I'm doing some tricks. So like, I happened to do a lot in the end of it, yeah. but it was very nice. When's the gym open again? You must be excited. Monday, Monday. So tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow. You training tomorrow then? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you must be so excited. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've planned everything for for my apprentice as well. So. Uh, oh, as in uh, tricking apprentice? Yeah, I have two ones actually. Oh, sick. Yeah, so I'm training two people now. Um, and they are actually getting good. <laughs> like, people know about Alexander Mickelson. And then there is one other guy called William. Uh, God, that's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, it's getting like the community in, in Bergen also is getting better, but like it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Because you were originally Wigan's apprentice, weren't you? Do I remember yeah. that correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's sick. like, he he just had, had had to happen to have a lot of work, so yeah. Like I think he chose to like do work instead of tricking to like have money. Yeah, it's difficult stuff. when you uh, get to a certain age and you got to work out your career as well as tricking. It's, exactly, uh, I think a challenge everyone gets to at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. So I understand him like totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even just finding like a good place to live and how yeah. close that is to like a, a gym nearby. I mean, yeah. you know, where, where I chose to live in Brooklyn is literally because I knew I could get to the Brooklyn Zoo like pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, <it's really laughs> so, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like it's really high up on Tricker's priorities for choosing there uh, when they live. <laughs> yeah, no, it seriously is. Yeah, I mean, um, but uh, but hey, you know, if it's important to you, you know, you make it work somehow. That's Definitely, true. yeah. But he lives like pretty close to the gym, though. He literally don't have any excuse, but like Wingen, go train. Yeah, yeah. go train <laughs> All right, let's jump right into questions then, I guess. Let's get this uh let's get this kicked off. So the general uh format for anyone who's listening who doesn't uh know how these podcasts work, we put out questions we put out a post online and, and you all submit your questions for whichever guest we have on at that time. And uh, we have a bunch of questions for Alex today, so thank you everyone for commenting that. Uh, starting with Alex, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know who you are, which would be very few, I think, but uh, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself, where you're from, how long you've been tricking, and how did you first discover tricking? That actually came from Dalai underscore sixteen on Instagram. Um, so the first question was, uh, well, my name is Alexander. 
Uh, I'm from Bergen, Norway. I'm 20, 20 years old. Um, and I think I've been tricking for like eight or nine years now. Like, I'm not really sure because time flies. Mm-hmm. So, nice. Yeah. Getting up to the almost the 10 year mark then. Yeah, almost a decade. Nice. That's crazy. That's and how did you first discover tricking? What was the what was the original well, discovery? Um so actually I started with breakdancing. So I did breakdancing for like uh three years I think, and then I found like something called like FISOC, of course. I found uh, it was like a post in the newspaper. And then uh, for anyone who doesn't know, FISAC is the gym here in Bergen. Yeah. Gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw I saw a poster about that. They opened and I was like, yo, I have to go there. This this looks cool. And at that time I was doing skating as well. So like they had a big, big skating hall which where I was going. So I didn't know about like the jumping room or or anything like that. Like I think like the third time I went there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like tired of skating. So I was like taking a chill time. Went to the bathroom and then I discovered this room. Like so many people went in and out from this room, and I was like, "Yo, I got, I got to see this room." Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I entered, Wingen was like doing. I think he, sh- he was he was doing sheet nine, hook, touch and raise, box cutter, and I was like, oh. "Wow!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, that that was that was damn cool." And uh, they behind them, it was like a big jumping air track, mm-hmm. and uh. And I just spent like a lot of hours and hours and hours on that, and then learning twisting, and then they cl- and they changed the room and then they built out the so we had like the big red plyo floor, and mm-hmm. when that floor came like a year or one and a half year after, I started doing tricking, like kicks and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And and so during that 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 um that time when you were just starting off and learning the twists and learning the tricks, I mean, was there was there a particular trick that you really struggled with that it took you a really long time to learn? Ah, oh, dude, it took me so long time to learn cheat nine. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. You're over here doing like cheat twelves and stuff, and you're telling no, me no, no, no. Sheet twelves was easy, like what? <laughs> like. Literally, like sheet nines was the hardest thing. Like, if you just ask ask Wingin, like, ask him how many times I I try that that trick. Like, mm-hmm. I had so many tries. I spent so much time on that, uh, and then eventually, when I got it, I just got it. Like, mm-hmm. you, I I just eventually unlocked it, and then I just built from that. Mm-hmm. And then, out of a sudden, I had like very. Uh, good airtime of it mm-hmm. and then uh, from doing all twisting from the years of doing twisting from on the air track mm-hmm. i just put that into the jumping and then she 12 was like easy damn wow. <laughs> that's the sentence you don't hear every day is it <laughs> <laughs> i know i know so then like was there a particular like like uh like tip or piece of advice that you got to help you really unlock that cheat nine or did it just click one day? Um uh yeah, of course. Uh I it was uh you know you know when you're doing a sheet nine, if you want airtime you, you basically put up your leg when you chamber mm-hmm. and then you like have like more airtime compared mm-hmm. to if you just swing it around. Mm-hmm. Um Wingin once told me if I block with my shoulder as well. 
and then Ooh. put my shoulder up with my leg while I did my sheet nine, I would have so much more airtime. And then when I did that, and then exactly right after, just pull in for the twist, that's what he told me. And then I just unlocked it and then just <laughs> keep progressing, keep progressing. And yeah. Damn. So the shoulder was the key there. That's yeah. interesting. Shoulder is key to everything. Like, uh, I did, yeah. uh, I did also like a quick, quick, uh, uh, info on my touch arrays tutorial on, for coaches trick lab. Oh, yeah. Also talk a lot about my shoulder there. So, right. That's good to know then. I'd love to try that myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like, I think, I think like literally like everything is all about like shoulder and hips. Mm. Mm. Like you can look, you can do everything. If you just put your shoulders and hips at the position it should be. That's the secret then. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I can't do front swings or anything like that. I just like, <laughs> I just, I just think like, I, I just, I need to, I need to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, exactly. we'll get Mason Rowley on here sometime for, for front yeah. swings. <laughs> He'll cover that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that first year, man, um, as you were beginning and learning everything and tricking there, um, what else stood out in that first year? A couple of people have asked about that. Kevin Kim, 14, asked about your first year of tricking and, and how that progressed from absolutely nothing up into what you learned after your first year. Oh. And then how that progressed to like where you are today. <laughs> um, so uh, the first year of my tricking, it was uh, – like, like the first year of tricking or the first year of me thinking I was tricking. Ooh, what's the difference there? Because, like, I know for sure I did, like, four or five years before I th- knew I was tricking. Because mm. I was just doing twisting and, and, and tumbling. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm doing twi- tricking, bro. <laughs> and I, I did, like, a gainer and a cork. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you see? Like. I thought I was so tricking. you had no kicks at that point. No, okay. at all. So like that—that's that's the question because I think like my tricking career in the star was different compared to others because we had this big air track. Mm. Yeah, the big red thing. Yeah, the and, famous red bouncy thing. And like <laughs> you know, winging in them, like winging and Mogwa and Kim and all those. Yeah, I think like in the first when I was just doing like the air track stuff because they i think they already knew me because i was dancing with a dance group called absence crew here in norway mm-hmm. and uh and uh also artos who i was in a group with and then mm-hmm. uh by that time they already knew about me so i think they thought i was annoying because i was like <laughs> yeah because i was just doing like twisting on the plyo floor where they want to trick so mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Wow, okay, it was so weird. your kicking work had a background in twisting. So you started twisting, and then you brought that into your kicking combos. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's quite similar to how a lot of, I guess, Australian trickers would have approached. Uh, <laughs> that word, but yeah, well, well, maybe not the short shot boys down in Sydney, right, Jay? No, no, no. <laughs> More thinking the years ago, old school. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, um, another question that we got was. Um, was where is it here? Oh yeah, from from um, Willif the Wanderer, I guess is his Instagram handle. So back then, Alexander, were there any like samplers that really inspired you? I didn't watch samplers until now. 
No way. Whoa, really? Really? Yeah. Like the last year, I think, I started watching samplers. Ooh. I was really bad at it. Like Wing and <laughs> told me to watch samplers, watch samplers, watch samplers, watch this guy, watch this guy. And then I, I watched it and I was like, well, why does this have effect on me? You know? And I was like, I just want to trick and, and progress myself. I don't want to watch other people do it. So like, I just, I didn't want to watch people. I just want to keep filming myself and look at my own tricks. And I was like, what can I do to get better? And mm -hmm. that's basically how I progressed. I think is because I've, I've been, I've been doing, I've been, I've been having a lot of hours in FISAG because of personal yeah. reasons. Uh, oh right. Yeah, so I didn't I, I didn't like to be home to just say say it like that. So mm -hmm. I just spent a lot of hours in Fisak and then uh I didn't like winging and then would think I was uh, annoying. <laughs> 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 and then the ones that I was training with they like I had some few friends but they were uh, they were also busy with doing cheerleading and stuff so I was in Fisak alone and just trying to train myself and then mm -hmm. keep filming and spamming and drilling and eventually i got good i guess that's so interesting then have you found any uh change on your own tricking since starting to watch samplers in the last year or so um yeah definitely <laughs> like i've been i've been really really looking at double twists of for samplers because okay uh I've been having like I don't have any problems of doing doubles, but or, or singles like any of those. But is swinging out of a double is just so hard for me because I, I usually swing from the other side, dark side. Mm. So when I'm doing double court into a swing, I would land on my dark side foot compared to what I'm used to. So it's so weird, you know. Oh damn! Yeah, that'd be. So I had so many mind. struggles with that, and then. From watching samplers and watching people doing that, uh, I figure out, uh, uh, or I think I figure out, a <laughs> <laughs> uh, way to to get better at it. I just need to fisic to open. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah, tomorrow's your day, man. <laughs> I know for sure I progressed from watching samplers from double flips, or no, double yeah. flips, double twists. Nice. Mm -hmm. Right, you probably knew this question was coming. Uh, we've had a whole bunch of people ask these questions here. <laughs> Who do we have? Uh, a Banks Eight, Super Hot Fire Bars, and Nord Huggin Six. <laughs> They've all asked. I know um, them from my Instagram. You probably, yeah, of course you would actually. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those guys. <laughs> so they've asked like your journey from your everyday training you were just talking about all the way up to triple and then quad cork. What was that transition like? What was it like going from, you know, learning the tricks you were just talking about to landing triple and then quad? Um, so I actually saw, saw one question asking me how many tries it took me to land tri triple. Quad. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't remember his account, but anyways, uh, it took me three, three tries or two. That's it? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, this is for triple, you mean? Yeah, triple. Holy shit, man. <laughs> like, it, it, it was weird, but like Ben was in Bergen, and, and we were having a session, and then he, he told me like, yo, 
You remember I told you you can do dub dub and you did dub dub? I'm telling you to triple cork now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Okay. And I was like, wow. And then uh, I did one and I posted this one on my Instagram like right before I landed it. And I was like, damn, so close. And then the exact same day, uh, I went home. And then I came back in Fisak, and then I landed it. Whoa. Same day. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I just needed to cool down. Mm-hmm. That's to, like, so crazy, man. I, I don't know. Like, it, it, was, it was weird. Like, it was weird. But, like, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but after <laughs> so that, I'm I had struggles. Mind blown here. After yeah, that, so, I had so, struggles. I needed to. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so the takeaway for our listeners is if you don't land triple cork in three tries, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I took from that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So then, what? oh God. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, so like, did you have it like consistently after that or did you really um, have to? Like, the same work? training I had it consistently. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, but like the, like I had one day off cause I said, okay, okay. Right. I can take like a day off now. And then when I came back, I didn't have it. I landed literally on my ass and it was so painful. <laughs> and then uh, I just kept working on it. And from there, and then I, here I am. Quad yeah, wow. Um, That's wild, man. But going from triple to quad, like, you know, it's been like so many times I've been seeing quad quirks on, on my on my Instagram mm. uh, and then asking me to quad and and it was it, it was weird. And, and I think one day I, I, it just came to my mind, like, maybe I should try it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, maybe, maybe I actually should try it. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, I, I think like through my mind, I was like, yo, I think actually I can land it. I just need to like train this. Mm-hmm. And then what was that process? Like, was that again, like all the same session or that was over a longer period of time or, um, it was, uh, it was over time, but like I went to one session and, uh, I felt very, very good. And, and relaxed and and very hyped <laughs> and then i just tried to do three and three and mm-hmm. I, I i did three pretty good mm-hmm. i was like yo <laughs> this this one is crazy this is this one is sick mm-hmm. and then i couldn't pull it through you know mm-hmm. like going from three to four mm-hmm. and then another session i just held it like just hold it through and from there on i just knew like all right i can have this easy i just need Mm -hmm. to train it train it and then i didn't say anything to anyone or actually i said to anyone oh really yeah i said to some few guys that yo look what i'm training for Mm -hmm. um and i didn't post it at all it was so hard for me, man. It was so hard for me. <laughs> I yeah, had, I'm sure you to I had a world. hard time. And like, I really just wanted to post it and like, yo, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm going for it. Look mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I didn't. And I think that's why 
I kept the focus and I landed it so soon, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then when you finally did land it, like what, what was that feeling like? I mean, that's such a limit breaking moment for, for um, our sport, you know, you know, you know, the first one I posted, I, I like underrotated one. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I'd like, I, I knew I, I, I landed for sure. Like everyone mm-hmm. knows that if you land on your feet, you landed. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't fully rotated. Mm-hmm. You see, like, yeah, I la- yeah. I landed it, but it wasn't fully rotated. So, like, for me, it wasn't landing, but it wasn't a fully rotated one. So, I needed to do it again, mm-hmm. and it was the same training. So, I was like, all right, I feel I can do better, and I know I know exactly how to to use this floor because it it's very similar to the one we have in FISAC, but better spring, you know, and we don't mm-hmm. have spring. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo. I just pulled it through and I landed like fully rotated. And I was like, I was in shock because I I was like, it didn't, it didn't surprise me because in my head, I knew I could land it like this. Yeah. I already knew it. So like, Mm-hmm. I just needed to put my mind to to it and then land it like it. And then mm-hmm. when I actually landed it like I planned, it was like, yo, I did it. <laughs> man, that must be the most incredible feeling. Yeah, man. Wow. And and I think, you know, that's that's such a crucial point that you just made because it seems like a lot of the time when we're going for tricks that we've never landed before a lot of the time I feel like we'll like land, but then like still put our hand down or something because that landing isn't fully like a reality in our mind yet. Mm. Like we don't even fully believe that it's going to happen. And so it sounds like you were like, no, like I know I can land this. And then you did. Right. Would you say that's right? Yeah. 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 That's exactly. So it didn't surprise me as much. Yeah. Yeah, Because in your mind it was already, already reality. Yeah. It was already landed for me. And I've seen like, do you guys know about lucid dreaming? Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Been doing some reading on it. Yeah. So I've been, I've been doing that a little bit Mm. and I've been looking myself tricking a lot of times Mm. in my dreams. Interesting. And I think this has progressed myself through doing tricking because I'm a very spiritual guy, I should, mm. I would say, and this really affects my tricking very much. Mm. So, like, wow, highly well, recommend everyone to do this. Uh, no, I'm joking, <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think there's something to that. I mean, you know, for for those who, yeah, for listeners who may not know, you know, um, and Alexander, you can correct me on this if this is off, but um, but lucid dreaming is when you you you're dreaming, but you're also aware that you're dreaming, and yeah, so you can state of, of like, point. In, yeah. Uh, in, like yeah, in between uh awake and in a dream. So you mm. so you know uh like you know that you're dreaming. Yeah, you're aware of yourself dreaming and you can uh direct your dream towards what you want. Interesting. Well apparently it's proven that the mind can't uh differentiate between practicing something in a dream and practicing it in real life. So your muscle memory actually learns if you do that. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, how you're benefiting from that. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's, I think it's a, 
it's it's crazy to to say but uh it, it is what it is you know like mm-hmm. yeah is. well that's a secret to quad cork then i guess start yeah. lucid dreaming yeah <laughs> or, right. or it's it's the key to progress i guess like yeah if, if you can if you can see yourself dreaming doing a trick and and make it reality like i guess everything is happening like everything is possible you like so then are you so alexander in these lucid dreams are you are you practicing the quad corks yourself or are you like watching yourself practice them or like i'm more watching myself practicing them oh interesting oh wow so like okay so uh throughout my my training and throughout all these years i've over always told people uh i wanted to learn from like, can you just do the trick? Like, every single one you asking, if I've came up to them and asked them, I've asked them to do the exact trick so I can yeah. study from it. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, my head just read the body uh, in a different way. Like, it's hard to it's hard for me to kind of explain it. Mm-hmm. So you learn best from watching, I guess, yeah. someone else do it. So then watching yourself do it has the same effect on, yeah. on you studying it. And, while, wow. and it, when I'm lucid dreaming, I can also slow it down in reality. You know what I mean? Oh, huh. yeah, yeah. It's like watching a YouTube video, but it's in a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's watching yourself do it, and which would be really powerful for it being a reality in your own mind. Exactly. There. And then I'm watching myself do it, so... If I can see myself do it, of course I myself can. Like when I wake up, I can do it. I just need to believe in myself. I can do it. Huh. Dude, that's so cool. Powerful <laughs> visualization, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm such like a lucid dreaming nerd myself. That's something yeah. that I've experimented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I've experimented with a lot. And because I know that um, that you can also do certain exercises during the day to help in like help make yourself have a lucid dream like later that night or like mm. it's, it's definitely like a skill that can be taught as i'm sure you know alexander yeah and yeah, so yeah. like are there so like i know for me whenever i want to have a lucid dream because sometimes I, I i don't do this as much as i maybe could or should or, but sometimes i also try to have lucid dreams so that i can practice like my double folds or whatever when i sleep yeah, yeah. And, oh, so, nice. and so like literally during the day um i've heard that it's helpful if you constantly kind of ask yourself like am i dreaming right now am i dreaming right now yeah and, like, or, do, or doing some stuff like crack your finger or look yeah. at your fingers count to ten uh, count all your fingers mm-hmm. or, be sure you have all 10 fingers yep. yeah or <laughs> i've heard the clock thing where you look at a clock look away and look back and if it's the same time or if it's changed yes yeah yes like, exactly. stuff like that like it's it's like it's really easy to get into it you just have to like be aware of you, yourself doing it and then when you're actually in a dream, you have to be aware of yourself. Like, am I dreaming now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like once, if you do, you know, for, for, you know, like it's like once you do all that stuff in real life, always asking if you're dreaming or not, always counting all 10 of your fingers or checking the clock. It's like once you get into the habit of that and then you do that in a dream, then in a dream you're like, oh, whoa, I only have nine fingers. Or like, yeah, oh, whoa, so like, weird. you know. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm actually dreaming. Like, let's go. Time to trade. (laughs) And then sometimes you just fall out of it. Mm, You wake up. So it takes time to learn it. Like, it's not like you get it right away. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, actually be aware of yourself dreaming and not 
be awake, you know? Right, right, right. But I think like... So Jeremy, have you actually um, uh, been able to do a lucid dream, be in a lucid dream before? Because I've never pulled it off. I've never been able to manage it. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, um, I've, I've had a number of lucid dreams throughout my life. Um, and, uh, and it's, I mean, sometimes, as you say, Alexander, sometimes you just kind of fall out of it. Because, oh, sorry. Bless you. Good God. <laughs> um, bless you. But, uh, but yeah, like when you realize that you're dreaming, sometimes that, that awareness, that excitement actually causes you to wake up. And so it takes a little bit of practice to like realize you're dreaming and stay in the dream. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I've practiced like my, like my double fulls and stuff in dreams before. And then I remember I woke up from one dream where I had been doing like a bunch of dubs and I was like, Oh man, like that sounds like really easy now. And then like literally the next session double fulls, like never felt better in my life. And so like, oh, okay. there, there really is something to it. I do believe in, believe in, believe in the lucid dreaming. Like mm-hmm. it does really have effect in, in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you be aware of yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also um, wanted to ask Alexander, you know, you mentioned a second ago um, that, that this whole lucid dreaming thing is part of a larger, like, spirituality for you, you know? Yeah. And I'm just wondering, what does that look like? Like, does it, how else does that, like, manifest itself in your life? Um, I don't know. Like, I have, I've never thought about it like that because um, – among my friends, it's uh, I don't have friends like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like for me, in in Norway, it's, it's so hard for me to live in Norway. Really, I don't like it in Norway at all. I I just want to get out of here as fast mm-hmm. as possible because I don't feel I can be among among the people I I feel comfortable around, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, like being open with stuff, uh of myself it's it's hard for me to open up to people who think this is all bullshit and like i don't feel like yeah yeah, yeah, it's weird it's weird you know i don't feel i can be have you traveled anywhere that you did feel more at home i don't know i'm like i'm 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 still looking you know Mm. it's uh it's it's weird it's weird Yeah, man. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I hope you found a little part of that on the tour in the U.S. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it was, it was so, it was so nice to be on the tour, and I really enjoyed it, like every second of it. And I really felt like, like those, like trickers. It's definitely the people. Uh, uh that is my type of people. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like I think a lot of triggers can relate to that, especially once they start yeah. uh needing to get full time jobs and working in uh and, like an office. And also like for that. people who who, who trains for themselves and like they know they they definitely know about how it is to like not not be themselves because no one understands the way tricking is example, mm. you know? So yeah, no, for sure. They, yeah. they can't talk about tricking to them. They they need to wait till they go to gatherings, uh, so they can talk tricking with with triggers. Yeah. So like just yeah, small sure. things like that. It's it's hard for several several type of people and 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 spiritual things and stuff you believe in and stuff like that. You just can't open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, no, that's true. 
but I think trickers are that kind of yeah um, person that you know they're as a whole they seem to be very general uh, open-minded people which is which is really good yeah exactly and that's well speaking of travel and gatherings and uh and meeting up with other trickers you've been to a fair few gatherings <laughs> at this point yeah um what's been your favorite what, what are some highlights and 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 why has a certain one been your favorite gathering and that's uh actually come from robert craig bathgate a question submitted there um i so my 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 favorite my favorite gathering mm. uh I would say, uh, I would definitely say that it's Bell of Fury. Yes, oh, yeah? yes, yeah. yes, that's nice. what I like to hear, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, Bell of Fury had so much impact on me because uh, just the way of them running, running the event, and then also it's the start of the tour. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the start of the tour. So, like, you know... They do all these uh, stuff. We went to this lake, and we put out the air track uh, on the lake. On the lake? Yeah. Uh, Damn. Do you remember that, Jeremy? I don't think I was there for that day. Oh, but no. I remember seeing footage, and it was, oh, I'm so jealous. It looked so much fun. We're, so we went. We, we did that, and then, uh, yeah, you know, just, just the hospitality, and yeah, it just... I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely agree with you there, Alex. Um, you know, Battle of Fury is absolutely one of my favorites as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, shout out to Team Trick Dynamics, yeah, you know, yeah, Justin Carney sure. and Melissa shout Bash out. and all those guys because, I mean, they just kill it every year. So Yeah, it's so, um, so insane. Yeah. I just yeah, love absolutely. it there. Yeah, most definitely. Um, absolutely one of my favorites as well. Um and uh, we, had, we had another question here. It looks like their um, Instagram handle is uh, the Faraday the Faraday Seven, the Ferdy. I don't know. Oh, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but they're asking something that I wanted to ask too. So this is perfect. They they're saying, um, you know, when you're not tricking Alexander, like, what's your day job? How do you pay the bills and stuff? Um. <laughs> um. So so this is just. Uh just me not being open about that question because I don't want to pe- want people to know about like how my life is running and how 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 I would pay my bills but like for now like it's just like uh now I get support from from a bank mm. so like it's easier for me to to pay the bills and stuff so like okay, I yeah. don't I don't work for everyone like I don't work I've never had a wor- day work in my life, like job ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just live on the government. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Hey, you know what? That's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, is is it the type of thing where, like, is, is there a job that you'd want? Like, that's like, is there ever has there ever been a job where you're like, oh man, like that looks cool. Like, I want to do that one day. Like, um, has there been anything like that? You know. Yeah, like I think, of course, there is jobs I really, really, really want to do, but it's just in the end of the day, like I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, gotcha. But like I, I really want to be like stuntman for sure. Yeah, yeah okay. that'd be sick. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like if I could, if I could do it, be a stunt man. Uh, that would be like. Then I'd never had a day work. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you'd be pretty damn good at it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I don't know too many stunt people that can quad cork. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a second part to the thirties question here. Um, he's asked your what are your other hobbies and interests? So not not a job, but outside of tricking, what what do you what do you do for fun? That's uh, that's not tricking there. Um, I do a lot of things actually. Um. So I I find a lot of things very, very fun to do, like mm. so I think every trigger is a gamer. Yeah, yeah, so actually, yeah. I'm playing on PlayStation Four and computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the mainstream games, you know, Counter Strike, League of Legends, mm-hmm. Fortnite, PUBG, all that stuff. Nice. Um, and then, um, hobbies. Uh, I really like to play paintball or slash speedball. Do you know what that is? Speedball? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. So, you know paintball, right? Yeah. 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 So, speedball is just indoor paintball without paint. It's just gummy balls. Huh. That sounds terrifying. That sounds, yeah, really intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's pretty intense. Uh, but I really find that very fun because it's a lot of action and it, it really doesn't hurt that much. You, you like you get a bruise, but like it's not too bad. Oh, wow! <laughs> and, I've never heard of that. Do you do that in Bergen here? Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should come along, and we should do it. It's out yeah. here, <laughs> out here on social. Oh, I should have seen that coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on we, we can take Wingen and, and Kim. Yeah. Yeah, uh, on the next episode, I want to hear all about how Alexander like shot you in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go. But, but like, I, I really enjoy that, and then. Uh, uh, I, I guess it's ping pong because we have a ping pong room in Fisak. Oh, oh, is there nice. a ping pong room in Fisak? Damn, dude, I need to play you. Uh, my last job, we used to play ping pong every day. Yeah. We didn't do we didn't do much work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're on tomorrow. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so I think like it's it's not too much, but like it's it's just mainstream stuff. Like I I do I do very. I do. I like action, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that's quite common with a lot of trickers. There, I think that's what draws people to tricking in the first place as well. So everything with action, I like to do. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and, and James, I, I'm actually kind of curious to hear um, a little bit about about your hobbies as well. Yeah. If you if you if, if you do, if you wouldn't mind, because oh, I know that yeah. you just have like so much going on all the time, man. Like you have so <laughs> many different talents and interests. So like like what have, what have you been up to lately with your non-tricking hobbies? Oh damn! Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned that, Alex, about how every trick is a gamer. I've never really been a gamer, but no? I'm staying with Kim right now. I'm living in his house, and he has the most incredible <laughs> gaming setup I've ever seen. He has like three screens and joysticks and VR and everything. Yeah. So it's made me really want to try it all. You have to. Um, it looks fun. <laughs> But outside of that, like that's something I, I want to get into later on. But I don't know. Um, my kind of main hobby is like anything to do with creative business. So I like setting up websites and projects and kind of anything to do with, um, yeah, anything like that. So right now I'm doing a lot of design work 
that's uh, teaching design online. I'm setting up a little online school for illustration and animation and things like that. Nice. That's taking a lot of my time. That's cool. Um, and I'm also, yeah, just playing around with a few different projects. I'm I'm looking at a new kind of tricking brand, but uh, that's nothing's confirmed it with that, so I don't really know. Oh damn. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know about that when there's a bit more to talk about there. But yeah, just setting up new projects and playing around with websites is kind of is kind of my thing. Making oh, moves. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, I'll definitely look forward to hearing more about that, James, for sure. <laughs> cool. Let's, um, let's see. So where are we at with questions here? Yeah. You want the next one, Jeremy? Um, yeah, I'll take the next one. Yeah, sure. So we got one from Do. Why don't we get all the hard ones to pronounce? Do, do, <laughs> yeah, do, it's all Instagram handles now, and they're never really easy to pronounce words, are they? No, they're not. I mean, like half of these are probably like, like, like Norwegian words or something. <laughs> or something. Like, all right, all right. So this is like Dulanlim, Dulanlim. Yeah, okay. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. What is your mindset when it comes to surpassing your limits, whether that's tricking or recovering from an injury? Or really anything else difficult? Whoa. Wait, can you say that again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is your mindset when it comes to surpassing your limits? Okay. Whether that's like in tricking or recovering from an injury or, or anything else. Um, so I think uh, I have different compared to tricking and injuries. Um, because okay. tricking is all about just uh, challenge your limit, like see how long you can go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I just in tricking is just how far can come, how far can my commitment go? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. That's a good good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And in injuries, uh, it's it's really it's really just how much how hungry you are to get back at it. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, like uh, mm, it's like I don't know, like I don't have had any like I hadn't had any. Um, major injuries compared to the one in in japan and and that had had affected me for a while mm. um and it's still affecting me um because mm. like it's still a little bit irritating mm. yeah that's actually uh a next question there from quinton d said about your worst injury do you want to tell us a little bit about that um so i did so i did um in japan i did a cork snap split and oh, then on my split, my knee dropped out, so it went even further out Oof. for the split what it was supposed to be. That does not sound good. So um, what happened was my right leg wasn't as flexible, so my hamstring and all the um, hookers <laughs> from my mm. hamstring to my ass mm. – um, got pulled ah shit yeah and and my my hamstring also got pulled so it's it was uh i think that was like the worst injury i've had 
just the one I did when I did the Shurikane or Typhoon or Wolf. yeah, I remember that. That was like at Adrenaline, right? Yeah, that was that wasn't that major. I think because didn't have too much effect on me. Like it, I think it mm. popped out my 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 heel. Like the mm. the last part of my heel is like popped out a little bit. Mm. Um, so I think I need to 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 get that fixed. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, d- I hadn't had any any bad injuries compared to that, so gotcha. it's, it's it's just how hungry you are to get back at it is basically how I pull it to get back at it. Because mm. you got know, it, at certain at certain point, you just wanna you just wanna trick right while you're injured. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> So like yeah. you just have to to believe in yourself and like if you can get past this like literally if you can get past this like you can get past everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you can get yeah, past yeah, treat it like a challenge like that. Yeah. yeah. You grow from it then. Exactly and then that's how it is. Mm-hmm. It's just reality. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. And and I think that that desire to like to trick when you're injured is so real and and something that that I've always had to keep in mind personally is just to like be really patient and and it's really tough because obviously you you know you want to jump right back in Word. but um you know but but uh but you know I I like completely wrecked my ankle like 3 years ago um doing a double cork and and it took me up until like literally like a month ago to finally get my double corks back because it took that long for my ankle to like feel okay again yeah but but it's like if you realize that your tricking career in my opinion should really be it's like a marathon not a sprint right yeah Where like yeah. if you take if you take care of yourself and you're patient like you know you can achieve whatever goals you want you can re- recover from that injury it just may take a little while so you just need to kind of like i don't know just kind of like breathe and realize that it's a marathon right exactly. <laughs> yeah but that's that's how it is you just have to mm. Yeah, it's simple as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, you know that actually leads in perfectly to our next question from um, Kobe Marcus, and uh, and Kobe says, um, "Have you ever had moments in training, maybe after an injury, for example, when you just thought to yourself, like, oh man, like, like fuck this, I want to quit, like, I don't want to keep training anymore." Um, and if so, <laughs> that's <the best. laughs> and if so, how did you overcome it? <laughs> Yo, this question is is so good um, hmm. because I think a lot of trickers, a lot of trickers, is having having a discussion with themselves, like mm-hmm. after a training, if they can't like land anything, like because it comes to a certain point in your career, like. There is every like your training isn't perfect, so like mm-hmm. at some point your body will just say like, "Yo, you need a break." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't you won't be able to land or you can't focus. Or so like that happened to me like several times, and and I'd just be like, "Fuck this, man! Mm. I hate it. I'm not gonna do this anymore. Like, I'm gonna go back to something and." Every single time <laughs> I've went back to school, <laughs> oh, yeah. studying, mm-hmm. and every single time I've dropped out, I went back to tricking. <laughs> um, so I think when you come to that 
part where you just want to quit and you don't believe in yourself and you have a hard time learning stuff you just you just have to realize like it's not everyone can't do this sport and you're one of the ones who is able to do this sport so why quit yeah yeah wow Damn, man, that's so inspiring. I'm so inspired now. <laughs> Got to go train. No, but like, it's it's. I like that. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's the truth. You yeah. know, like if you can come as if you've come as far as you have, like you know, that's just a lot about who you are and, and your own resolve. So why why stop now? Yeah, like you've achieved a lot of things already. Like even even learning a, a court is an achievement. Yeah. So like, yeah. If you compare, like, from when you very first started, I think it's so easy to only look at what you haven't landed yet. But if you look back at all the things you have landed, even like you said, a cork is a huge achievement. Yeah. From not being able to do a cork at all to a cork, like that's a huge job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of those shorts, like those uh, those shirts, rather, like the the jump man, like the Michael Jordan, and it's like mm. Jordan can't cork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like seriously, you know, it's like this guy who we consider to be one of like the greatest professional athletes, like maybe ever. There's like this guy can't cork. Like, come on, <laughs> like, he's like, he probably can't even like five forty or exactly. back tuck, right? So it's like you know, it, it, we, we forget, right? Because we watch. Yeah we watch these amazing samplers and we're watching people do like these insane, you know, like trip trip or quad cork or whatever. And then, but we forget, it's like, no, like, dude, like if you can flash kick, like if you can be twist, like that's like, that's not easy. Like, no. like mm. you're already part of like a very select group of, of people on the face of the earth who, who can do that. And and that's pretty fucking cool. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's very, for sure. it's a very, it's a very unique sport, and if you already have it, like literally, why not do the best as you can? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. All right, we have another question here um, from Kid Matrix, who's asked if you follow any sort of like training or fitness diet, anything with your food, <laughs> or as, as he put it, son, what are you eating? <laughs> uh, well, it's funny. <laughs> I eat so much junk food. <laughs> oh, you're the same. You're the same as Bailey Payne. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like just beside of me, I have a Domino's. just talking about and Domino's. I'm, I'm sipping. I'm sipping on some soda and eating candy. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm not healthy everybody. at all. Yeah. <laughs> healthy is um it's not my thing um but but uh i've actually come to a conclusion of me myself actually maybe maybe i'm just saying maybe start eating healthy uh, Mm, there's a chance maybe a little bit healthier because like everyone says healthy is good so like i guess it can't it it, it, It can't be all bad bad. <laughs> like it's not like I can I can try it, you know. If I like it, I, I'll keep doing it. But like, you're worth a yeah. try. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, I'm not healthy at all, and I eat I eat what I like, really. Yeah. Like, if mm-hmm. if I want if I want to go out and 
and eat eat like a kebab. I eat a kebab. If I mm. if I want to eat like uh, chicken, I go and eat chicken. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's what what comes to my mind throughout the day. Like if I want to make a dinner uh, with, I don't eat fish though. Like I don't like fish. Damn, that's interesting. Living in Bergen, then Such I know a Chevy area, <laughs> but I don't eat healthy, and uh, I, I recommend people to eat healthy, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're over here quad corking off of candy, and you're like, no, no, like you should eat healthy, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny, man. All right. Well, maybe you'll maybe you'll do like quint or something once we start eating yes. some vegetables. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe I should try that. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, do it. Um, so we have another question from... See, J- Good J- luck pronouncing this yeah, one, Jeremy. Say, James, like, this is fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> like, all right. So this is from... Oh, Jesus. Alix Stoicescu, I think. <laughs> There's no fucking way that's a real Instagram handle. So I'm, I think James is just fucking with me now. But the question is, do you train more on grass or spring floor? And like, do you, is there like a difference to like how you approach new tricks on each one? Um, so I don't train on either one. I, I train on... Oh, what's Fisak then? Plyo. It's like... Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like plyo yeah, that's, or grass. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So... Uh, uh, wait. What was the last part? Oh, just like you know, which one do you train on more, and like, do you approach tricks differently depending on which one you're on? Okay, so here's the fun fact, you guys. Uh, so I train. I train a lot of hours on plyo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really enjoy my tricks. Uh, on on grass. Mm. All right. But I found it so easy to trick on hard floor. Really? What? what? Yeah. With like puzzle mats and shoes. Puzzle mats and shoes? Yeah. Like what? I was I was at uh I was invited for um the notorious IB Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, I saw that video, dude. Congrats. That's so cool. Thank you, thank you. Um Wait, what was this? I don't think I saw um, this. So it was an event called the Notorious IB, and it had a 20th anniversary. It was uh-huh. a hu- it's, I think it's the world's huge, biggest uh, b-boy event, or it's like a festival. Oh no, I did see this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was invited for a small competition in that festival called Crash Bandicoot. Would go, which goes out for just doing it doesn't matter if you fail if you can just do the craziest stuff ever or the craziest combo ever um wow. and then while i was there i tried the floor and just tricks just felt so light <laughs> and then i kept tricking on on concrete like after that and like it it was it was good like i really i really felt it was so much easier cuz i could i really had to focus of doing every single things of what i'm doing in in my tricks you know yeah so yeah so i really needed to focus so i think i think i think I, yeah i i, I don't know 
I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> wow, so the answer is hard floor with shoes. Did not expect that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, well, we'll jump on to the next question then. This one's from David Tricks, or David underscore Tricks. Uh, who are your biggest tricking inspirations, and has that changed since when you first started to now? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Big question. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, like, in the start, obviously, it was winging. Uh, yeah. He had a lot, like, a big effect on me, like, in the beginning. And then he got busy. Um, and while winging was, like, my biggest, uh, my biggest idol, uh, he talked a lot about Jeremy Marinas. Mm. Oh, yep. And because he's also Filipino. Uh, oh, cool. I just felt like, damn, I want that type of tricks. Mm. And I guess that became my biggest inspiration. I just want to, I just want to be like that guy. Mm. Damn, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's basically, dude, I feel like a fanboy. But that's what <laughs> aren't we all that's though? Man, <laughs> like Jeremy, if you're out there and listening to this, man. <laughs> man. But I I got to meet him in uh in um uh, adrenaline. Oh, oh nice. cool! So it was it was a very big moment for me, and uh, I, I how how did that go? What was that like? It was uh, yo, that was uh, it was a it was a big moment for me because uh. Like, I've just seen him on, on videos, you know, and yeah. for me finally personally meet him. It it was uh, it was unreal. And when I came over to him and like, hey, my name is Alex, and nice to meet you. I, I just uh, I couldn't say a word after that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just felt so starstruck and like, like the biggest fanboy ever. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we start talking, and uh, we got to know each other, and yeah, they they left. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a big moment for me, and I, I really, it's a very memorable moment for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think I think everyone's had one of those moments. Jeremy, have you had what's been your biggest fanboy moment with who you've met? Oh man. That's tough. I mean, I mean, there were a lot of people, you know, where it was like, holy shit, that's X, you know? Yeah. I think one really big one for me was meeting Velu at the first Red Bull throwdown. Oh, um, yeah. And because like this, this was my first ever uh, like big tricking event. And so, and I was like, I was like this young, this young buck and I was really excited to like meet all these trickers. And so I just like decided in advance, I'm like, I'm not going to chicken out. Like I'm going to go up and introduce myself. <laughs> but the problem is that I think I did it like so assertively that I was like weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where like, I remember um, I like, walked in and I saw Velu just like sitting in some like seats with like some of his friends. And I was like, I'm going to go introduce myself. Like not thinking like literally any other time would be better. Word. And so like, I just walk up and I just like sit down next to him and I'm like, Hey man, like I'm Jerry. <laughs> I'm just like, and like looking back, I'm like, oh my god, that's so cringy. Like, why did you do that? 
Uh, <laughs> like it would have been so it would have been so much better to just like wait until like the session started and then like just be like, oh hey dude, like you know, I don't know. I was so weird about it. Like he was talking with some of his close friends and I just like <laughs> sat down next to him. Fuck, like, oh, why did I do that? It is funny. Uh, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the way. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I think I think you need some of those like cringeworthy experiences yeah. to begin with, so that later you sort of know how to be cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. that's true um mine was steve tarada and i did exactly the same thing oh really i was over the top like weird about it and afterwards <laughs> i was just like oh you idiot you had one chance to be cool <laughs> wait, wait wait how did you meet steve tarada uh it was at uh a red bull throwdown it was at the red bull after party dinner that we all went to and like, oh yeah, yeah we just walk i was sitting next to him actually at the dinner and we walked in together and like like same as you mm. would have made so much more sense to to were sitting down and just casually talking yeah yeah, yeah. But instead i was like hey man <laughs> yeah 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 i was just like whoa this guy is enthusiastic yeah <laughs> Wait, oh my god, James, you're giving me like PTSD because I, I know. Oh, cause when I no, because like at that same event when I met Steve Tarada, I was actually driving to the event and I was with like Corey Dunson and a couple other people in my car. And walking down the street, we actually saw Steve Tarada and Andy Lee and Chris Devera just like walking down the street. Oh yeah. And so Corey pops out of his car and he's like, Oh guys, like, like come on in, come on in. And I'm and I'm driving, you know. And so he's like, yeah. oh, like, like, we'll drive you to lunch or whatever. So they all pile into my car and I'm thinking holy fucking shit, like, Steve Tarada is in my fucking car, and, like, I'm driving yeah, wow. now. And so, like... And the pressure. A, I know, dude. I was such an idiot. I turned around, I was like, oh, my God, hey, man, like, I'm such a big fan, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> like, uh, and then later, I had to, like, parallel park, and I did, like, a really shit job of it, and I was like, oh, oh no. my God, it was so embarrassing. Uh, anyway, so... Anyway, moving on from these embarrassing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only got a few questions left. Yes, um, yeah, almost. Jeremy, I think uh, you want to take the next one. Um, I will gladly take the next one, James. This is an easy one. This is from Dom dot spams dot dubs with a Z, um, and he says, uh, "Alexander, what do you think of um, like right before you're going for a big trick in order to like calm your mind or maybe hype yourself up?" Uh, I talk to myself and say, "I can, I can land it." Mm-hmm. I just literally just all nice. Right. Just breathe. You can do this. Breathe. Come on. You can land it. And then I go for it. So do you find you trick better if you calm your mind like that rather than trying to pump yourself up? It's more a calm yeah. thing? You got to you gotta shoot your nice. pace. Like if you, if you, if you uh, stress throughout the trick, you won't land it. If, mm-hmm. if you do stuff and you know... Uh, you know what you're gonna do. You think about it, and you can stay calm, just like you do a cork or or a tornado kick or cheat nine. It's just okay, it's just yeah. a bigger bigger trick. So you have to stay more calm. You know, mm-hmm, just be mm-hmm. more aware of what you're actually going into. Yep. Nice. That's I like so that. True. Love it. All right, that was an easy answer for you then. Yeah, <laughs> I've had this question a lot. Mm. Yeah, true, I bet. What's good? Well, yeah. the next question is is actually, I think it'll be quite interesting. We've had it from two people, from Dalai underscore 16 and Coach.Renee. They both ask, if you had one key piece of advice for someone who's just starting out in tricking to help you know, with their tricking journey in the best way possible, what would your piece of advice be? 
I think uh, it really it really doesn't matter what I say to you guys. Um, you, you like literally for every single trigger, like I can tell you what to do, and no one else can tell you what to do. So like you yourself have to tell yourself to tell how to go into your career or your journey in tricking so like mm -hmm. uh what i mean is like you have to choose yourself like do i really want to do this like uh do do this sport really uh will i or will i just put a lot of hours into this sport and then like a year after i'll be like ah fuck it and then go through another, go to another sport, because I've seen so many people. I've myself trained, and a lot of other people that have started with a with a sport and then spent hours and hours, and then be like, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna go through to a uh, a new sport, and they and then they'll be like, maybe coming back to tricking and be like, yeah, but now I've had in trick for like a year or two and just coming up with complaints but mm -hmm. like it really it really has hasn't anything like it doesn't have anything from my like i don't have any tips i would say like it's really ha like it's it's a individual thing you know mm, it's yeah. really an individual thing like you're so that's self-motivation yeah yeah my english is that like English is not my mother language, so it's hard to explain or say stuff, guys. Sorry, no, I think you're explaining it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, trekking is a very individual pursuit, and ever and the only person who knows whether it's like the right sport for them or like how to truly motivate themselves. I mean, that's that's kind of up to the individual person, exactly. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure, awesome. for sure. I guess that's my tip. All right, all right. Well, you you heard it here. Um, so I think we're 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 almost done here, Alexander. We yes, only got like, like one more question, really, right, James? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, man. So I guess the last one is uh, what is next for Alexander Anderson? Like, what do you? What are your uh, upcoming goals in tricking? Like, are there any gatherings or events that you want to go to soon? I really, I really, really want to visit Korea. Ooh, oh, yeah. damn, yeah, that'd be great. Like, if I ever had the chance of going to Korea, that would be insane. Um, mm -hmm. But, guys, I think, I think I, the, my biggest goal, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to tell you, because, you know. Oh, come on. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, uh, Okay, I, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you. So I think like the one big trick I'm aiming for now is just snatch cannon. Ooh. Oh, damn, man. Because uh, I know I have airtime. I just need to mm -hmm. not be a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> Easier said than done, but yes. Yeah, it is, but 
they're yeah, like, that's a scary like, move. It's a scary move to like a lot. A lot of people have like have have high like can can go high enough to land it. Is just doing those two flips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. have you attempted it on plyo yet? Um, nope, never. Okay, I just uh, I've just realized trying to put it in in through my lucid dreaming really. Yes. Yeah. Nice. It's the time to the place to start. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And just really because I haven't seen myself landing it yet. So right. I just I need to work on it, and it doesn't hurt in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> thank god for yeah. that <laughs> yeah yeah nice all right and what's the next gathering you're going to be at are you heading to japan yeah um i'm actually uh in actually as we speak uh i'm trying to set for brussels uh, oh yeah for the urban street dance is a seven i think um damn that'd be good yeah that's an outdoor event, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's an outdoor event in Brussels, in the city, Bel- Belgium. Oh, that'd Belgium, be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess if I can go to that one, I, I will be leaving the thirtieth. Cool. Uh, and then very cool. And then after that, I'll be going to Japan, representing yeah, nice. my country. Yeah. <laughs> no, Norway no in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no crazy splits in Japan. No, I'm, no, yeah, no. don't injure yourself don't, again. The funny part is, um, <laughs> last time I was in Japan, I had dreads, and then when I was in Japan, I cut it off. Uh, mm. Just like on on Wednesday, I took dreads again. Mm. <laughs> so when I'm oh, oh just yeah, now. So when I'm coming to uh, to Japan, I have dreads again. <laughs> I gotta cut them off. He's back. No. <laughs> this time I'm not cutting them off. Nice, yeah, man. I mean, awesome. Well, looking forward to footage from that. That should be amazing. Yeah, man. absolutely. Cool. Well, is there anything else uh, you wanted to say, Alex? Before we finish up, any? Uh, where can everyone follow you on Instagram um, or YouTube? You can follow me on Instagram on Anderson Tricks with uh, Z on on the end. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I, re- I like really uh, for everyone that is out there, just believe in yourself like literally whatever you're doing like everything is possible so if you can if you can see yourself doing it and be good at it you literally just believe in yourself i love it that's yeah. awesome great no time thank you so much for having me guys thank you so much thanks for being for here it was really good talking to you and hearing your thoughts and thank all you, this thank you mm-hmm. so much and um, everyone listening, jump over to the Invincible Tricking website. We have all our other episodes of the podcast on there as well. It's just invincibletricking.co. Thank you for listening to this, and uh, thank you, Alex. Thank you. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs>